Good day, good day, good day. This is Hella Lane doing my very first podcast. My podcast label is hashtag know your worth. I want to begin today with telling my story. This is my story. It began back in May of 1985. Um, but my want to get to the point where I did not know my worth and I did not know my value. It began in October of 1986. I was in a very abusive relationship, but not trying to downplay the the significance of my story, but just want to put out there, you know, where people understand sometimes that when we get to a crossroad in life, that we all get to those roads in life. And we can either go right or we can go left. The decision and the choices are always ours to make. And um, I got at a crossroad in May of 1985. I was pregnant. I was six months pregnant with my first child, which is my beloved son. And I made a decision to get married um, simply because I was pregnant. I, I did care for his father and I did love his father, but I was at a crossroad. And that crossroad was, it was the first time in my life that I felt like I ever heard the voice of God. And it was to tell me, not to do this, not to get married. I made a decision, and that decision changed a number of years of my life. It changed my children's life, and um, because of the choice that I made, put a lot of people's lives in danger, mine especially, and my son's second. But the abuse began in October of 1986. The first time it was just a shove and a push. Um, and, you know, wasn't just what you would call just awful, awful. But no matter what type of abuse it is, it's still wrong. Whether you shove somebody, whether you hit somebody, whether you beat somebody, it is all wrong. And... Because my hat, my my podcast is so important to me, of knowing my worth and knowing my value, I did not know my worth and value at that time. I was uh, I was young, and I make no excuses for that. But you know, a lot of times when we're young, we do foolish things. You know, and that's why the Bible said, you know, when you're young. You know, you do things as a child, but when you become old, you should put away childish things. And as I grew in my relationship, in my marriage, um, things just grew out of control. It just, it just spiraled all the way to, I could almost say, to nowhere land. The, the, the abuse, you know, like I said, got, got worse. It started just physical, just, you know, punching, shoving, slapping. And I'm not trying to downplay it, make it sound like, you know, it was really nothing. It was very, very hurtful to me. It changed the way I I, I dealt with things in life. Um, 
he became very verbal, you know, would just say all sorts of things, all kinds of, you know, B's and H's and, you know, all kinds of things. And it, it left me scarred and uh, traumatized over the years. It left me um, not knowing who I was not sure of who I was, not sure of what I could do. Um, I was raised in a good home with, you know, good parents. And I, I look back now and wonder, you know, you know, Lord, what happened? And I'm not, the only thing that I can come to is that I made a decision to go on the wrong road the wrong path, I chose that decision, not realizing that the decision that I made, that there would be choices and consequences that would come from the decisions that I made that would change the um, the way my life would go. I, I did not realize how hard life would be simply because, you know, I chose to get married uh, because I, I because I married the wrong person, did not know the significance of that choice that you know that I was making, and I just want to say this before I go you know really too far into my story, is that if there's anybody out there, anyone out there, whether you are a woman or a man, and you are in a situation like I was in. Please, 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 for God's sake, get out, get yourself some help. There is somebody out there that loves you, that cares for you, that wants the very best for you. God has a plan for your life. But if we make these choices and we go in the opposite direction, God is a good God, but he will, he will let us make these decisions and these choices in life. He'll let us go down these paths. It does not mean that he does not love us. It does not mean that he wants us to be mistreated or mishandled. It does not mean any of that. But when we make these choices, they come with they come with all kinds of hardship, pain, suffering that you'll go through that you would have that God never intended for you to go through. But you have to make a up your mind that you know your worth, you know your value, you know what's important, you know that, you know, that I deserve better. I did not know that. I don't know why I did not know that, but I did not know that. But I want you to make sure that you know that you are worthy, you are valuable, that God loves you, that he has a plan for you. All you got to do is pick yourself up and get out of that situation and get yourself the help that you need. There are shelters out there. If you got family, go to them. Go to them. Tell them what is going on in your life. Because a lot of times, like for me, I didn't tell anybody. I kept it a secret because my mama told me a long time ago, when you keep secrets, secrets sometimes turn into lies. And they do because once you keep that secret, you got to tell a lie to cover up for what's really going on in your life. And that's why I believe that that is true. When you keep those secrets that are harmful, that are painful, that are ugly, 
You are really telling yourself a lie. You're telling yourself that I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. I'm not important. I'm not loved. You're telling yourself that. And that is a lie. You are important. You are valuable. And I want you to know that I don't want you to go through like I did 20 some years of life and and I can't say it all was wasted because I got two beautiful children because of it. But I wasted a lot of time and effort trying to help somebody else that did not deserve my help and did not even care about helping me. So you do yourself um, a good service and get yourself out of that situation and move forward because God has a great plan and a great destiny for your life. But I want to get back to to telling my story. Like I said, it began in, in 1985 when I got married. But the abuse started in 1985. I can go back to times when um, I, was, I was punched. I was beaten. I've been, uh, I've had hair pulled out. I have been choked, unconscious. I've been put out on abandoned roads. I've had to, I've been put outside in cold. I've been hit with objects in the face. I've had black eyes. I've had bruises. I've had probably fractured fingers and arms. I've had all sorts of, you know, bruises. I've been, I've been, and that was just, you know, I've been, I've been shot at. I've been pulled, had guns pulled on me, and I suffered greatly. I can remember a time um, he got in a rage, and and a lot of times it would be about nothing that I done. Sometimes I could be not said anything or not done anything. It could be just something going on in his life, and you know, and um, I've been left on a road, um, didn't know where I was at. In the middle of the night, having to walk and uh, be picked up by somebody else, a stranger. And uh, I went through this for years and years and not told a soul because I was so ashamed. I was so um, devastated that this was happening to me because I didn't wake up one morning and think, oh, okay, you know. I'm going to be beat up. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be mistreated. I'm going to be all of these things. That's not what I had in my mind to begin my life. That's not what my parents had in mind. That's not what my siblings had in mind. They did not know that my my life was being done that way. But I get back to the point where when you get to a crossroad and you get to that crossroad, You've got to know your worth and your value. That, And I got at that crossroad, and I did not know my worth and value. It took me years of, and years of painful suffering to know my worth and value. And I struggled with um, being, not having confidence, not, not being sure of myself, questioning everything that I did. Uh, because of the things that, you know, I went through. Because, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard this saying, you know, you can kick a dog so long. You kick that dog and when, if you do that dog harm for a long period of time, that dog, when that dog sees you, 
that dog going to automatically think that you're fixing to kick him or hit him or something. And that's what I lived in. I lived in fear. I lived in turmoil because I never knew from one day to the next what life was going to uh, send me. And uh, it, it affected not just my life. It affected my, my son's life. Uh, he went through great hardship. He went through great harm. It it changed uh, the way he dealt with things. Uh, it, he was afraid to tell anybody. I was afraid to tell anybody because I, I, I assumed that everybody was going to think it was my fault. They was going to judge me because, and it goes back to, you know, my podcast, my, 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 my theme, knowing your worth. When you know your worth, you know that you deserve better than what I was being, what I was enduring. And I did not know that. And and how I did not know that coming from a good home, good family, good, you know, how I did not know that, I do not know. All The only thing that I do know that the enemy is cunning and he, he comes at our weakest moments and he took me farther than I was willing to go. He cost me more than I was willing to pay. He did more harm to me than anyone can ever imagine. You know, because like I said, I've been abandoned on dark roads in another county. Not in the county that I lived in. In another county. Being picked up by a stranger. And not knowing what this stranger would do. No shoes on my feet. Uh in my pajamas, uh, these things happened to me. It seemed like on a regular basis, I just, I was pulled out of cars that was moving. Uh, like I said, I lost hair. I was hit one time with a, with an object in my face. It bruised my eyeball. I, I was dazed for moments. I don't know how many minutes, but I was dazed. I was on the ground. I was I was really just blinded because I could not see. And he left me there. And uh, I, it just all because of, you know, just not knowing how to handle his, I guess, feelings or emotions or just did not know how to handle his anger. And I, by no means, am I defending him or any other person that does bodily harm or mental harm to another person. But he did not, he did not know his worth and value also, because if you know your worth and value, you will never ever make me believe that you would do harm to a person. If you know your value and your worth, because you would never want another person to be treated or done like you, you would never want that for another individual because we all deserve better. Um, and, but to, to get back to my story, um, I can remember times that uh, just, you know, riding in the car from where we lived, which was Silver Creek to Jackson, to visit family members over, I wouldn't say a word to me. And if he said something, he would say something to the kids to tell me. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking now, and I've thought about, you know, in the last years, how crazy is that? You know, how emotionally uh, draining is that? You know, and 
it just it it just took my life at all kinds of uh, places. It's, and I say, you know, to myself that it was just a mind struggle all the time. Not just the physical abuse, but the mind struggle. My mind was just going from nine to ninety most any given day. And I can remember um, times in my life um, I was working a job and um, life had got so tough and had gotten so hard that I remember driving home and I would do fine going to work. I would do fine at work, but the closer it got time to coming home, I would my stomach would start turning and turning and I never knew from one day to the next what that day would be like. And I remember on several occasions, you know, driving home and I would be in such uh, a terrible state of mind that I would just think to myself, I could just turn this wheel and let my car go off the road and just go out into the woods and it would all be over. But I'm so thankful to God that I had a praying mama that always prayed for her children. That something on the inside of me would think about my kids, and especially my son, that I could not leave him where he was. And for years, I, that was the only thing that kept me moving and going. Why I didn't think that I could get out of this relationship and do better on my own is because I was told for so many years that I was ugly, that I was fat, I was called Popeye, nobody wants you, nobody likes you. You know, I was told all of these things and I was told them for so long till I began to believe them. That nobody wants a woman with kids. You know, nobody wants you. You know, I, I was told that you don't mean anything to me. I don't care nothing about you. And, uh, and of course, you know, this was obvious, you know, to me. Because as the years went on, it was obvious that you did not care. Because you cannot care about a person and you do them bodily or mentally harm. You cannot make me believe that because love covers a multitude. Love covers wrong. It covers, um, it just, it, it just puts a smile on your face and hate and, and all of these other things, they do harm to people. And this individual, like I said, had a whole lot of things going on and, uh, even though I tried and I prayed and I did all of the things that a wife should do, it never penetrated his heart or his mind. Um, it, it never moved him. It's like as if he got a high off of, you know, doing wrong. It, it got a high off of uh, bringing pain and suffering, you know, on me. It just, it, it was like, that's, you know, the, the joy of me for today, you know, is to do this. And that's why my podcast is so important to me, is to make people aware and understand that, you know, when you do these things to people, you 
you cripple them in so many ways. Because even though I'm strong now, I went through a number of years where I was weak, I was torn, I was broken, I was battered, I was I was just I was all over the place, all out there because I just I didn't I didn't feel valuable. I didn't feel like I was I was worthy. I, you know, and if somebody told me, Oh, you you look nice today, I never felt that. I, I I could it could never penetrate my heart because I never felt that. I never felt that way. It took me getting out of that relationship and getting myself some um some help, some counseling to get on the right uh, road of recovery. And it took me a while. It took me some years. But like I said, it cost me so much of my life and so much of my time, so much of a lot of things that that should have never been. Because just because I made the decision to marry, just because I made the decision to give my son a father, um, did not mean that I had to stay there. That was a choice that I made. I was at another crossroad. The choice to get out or stay. I made the choice to stay. And I kept those secrets from a lot of people. And um, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, I remember the, the time that my father first found out that that he thought that I was being abused and the people that know me and know me well know that I loved my daddy more than words could ever say. And the pain that I saw in my father's eyes, even to this day, uh, troubles my spirit because of the the words that uh, my dad said to me, you know, was that, baby, you don't have to take that. You can come home. You have a place. And, uh, I'm sorry, but that's one of the things that uh, troubled me for a number of years is that That my parents never got a chance to see me happy or doing well. And uh, that's why I say it can cost you more than anything. And I promise you, I do not want to see anybody go through what I have went through in my adult life because it's very painful, it's very hard, and it's right now it's bringing up a lot of painful memories for me. And, but I want you to know that I am living better days. You know, I did get out, I did rebuild. I did find happiness. I do have the joy of the Lord, even though talking about this brings up, especially when I talk about my parents, you know, that they didn't see me, you know, just, you know, happy in a good relationship, in a good place in life. 
even though my dad, you know, for I was out of that relationship, I was divorced, I was, you know, had moved on, and he saw, you know, saw me, but he had dementia, so it was like he never really saw the true me, you know, the me who I am today, and that's why these tears are flowing, because he really never knew the me that he deserved to see and deserved to know, um, and that's why these parts of my life, these the decisions that I made um, and the decisions that you make are so important because I don't want you to be like me, have tears uh, where you cry because the people that love you, they're gone and they don't see you in a good place and they don't see you in a better place. Even though I know in my heart that they're in heaven and they're looking down on me, but it's still not the same as if he was you know, sitting here or I can go to him now and he see me, you know, in a good place and in a good spirit and a good mindset because I was not, I was not that type of, I, I, I did not. It was a lot of faking. It was a lot of keeping secrets. It was a lot of uh, not wanting people to know what I was going through because I was ashamed of what he was doing to me. I, I was, ash I, I was ashamed of it, you know, and shame will rob you of, of your life. It will rob you of who you really are. And that's why me telling my story, I believe is so important and so important to you for you. So you can move forward because forward is where you want to go. Not remaining the same is not where you want to stay moving forward. Because I believe what the word says, look to the hill. The hill is in Jesus. The hill is in the Father. You are looking forward. That's why the rearview mirror is so small. It's so we can forget what is behind us and that we can move forward to what God has for us. Because he has a plan for all of our lives. He has ordered all of our steps. He knew us before we were ever conceived of our mother's wombs, and he never had abuse, domestic violence in our future. We made the choices or decisions, and this is what transpired out of those choices and out of the decisions that we've made. But we have to be very mindful and very careful. If someone hits you or talk, crazy to you, you do not have to stand for that. You do not have to tolerate that because you are valuable. You know your worth and value. You move forward. You get out of that relationship because it is so much better and brighter moving forward and in your future than whatever has went on in your past. And don't ever, ever forget that you are not who you were. You are who God says you are. You are who he says you are. And uh, just kind of get back to just some of the end. And uh, I want to kind of pick up of the day that I made the decision to get out. It was a Sunday. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a Sunday afternoon. And uh, he had stopped. You know, physically abusing me because um, I had him arrested 
And I just had vowed that I was not going to take any more uh, uh, physical abuse. I just, I just had vowed that I would, at all costs, I just was not going to, was not going to tolerate that anymore. And so I stood up, you know, for myself and, uh, and I had him arrested and, uh, that was the turning point for me to not take that, but he was still mentally and verbal abuse, abusive. And, uh, he still would just say all sorts of things. But it was in October, and uh, and I made the decision one Sunday afternoon that I had had enough, and that I wanted better. And I think it was just a light, like a light bulb went off in my head. I knew my worth. I knew what I wanted, and I wanted better. I didn't want what I had. I wanted better, and I didn't. I, at that point in life, I didn't care what I had to do. I wanted better. I wanted better for my children. I wanted better for me. I wanted better for my future. I, I just wanted better. And uh, I made the decision to get out. And I left. And I, and I did not look back. I did not want to go back. Did not have the desire to go back. Did not. You know, I just. I just never wanted to go back and that was october of 20 uh, october of uh 05 that i left and uh, i'm not gonna say that i did not go through hardship financially or because i did but it was all worth it because all of that other shame and pain after i got help it just like it fell off of me like water off a duck's back. It just it just rolled off of me. It's it's just like you know things got better. They got better. I just saw things in a different light. I was out of that environment. I was out of that situation. My circumstances began to look different. I could not change what had happened to me, but I had the power and the authority to change my future. And that's what I did. I began to change who I was and what I wanted to be. And was it easy? No, it was not. But was it worth it? Yes, it was. Because I was worth it. And I knew, I began to know my worth and I began to know my value. And I, God began to put the pieces of the puzzles of my life, he began to put them back together. He began to mend them back together. And I am so thankful and I'm so grateful. And I hope and pray that whoever listens to my podcast, if you are in this situation, that I encourage you to move forward, to get out, to step out, in faith. No, you don't know. You can't see what the future holds, but you trust and believe that God loves you so much that he has better and got better for you and that you'll begin to know your worth. 
You'll begin to know that you are loved. You'll begin to know that you are valuable. You'll, you'll just, you'll begin to flourish like the palm tree you are because you're, you'll be putting yourself in good ground, in good soil, and God will begin to water you and you will begin to grow. You will begin to flourish. And will it change overnight? It may will, it may not, but it will change because you will begin to change. You will begin to absorb what is good and what is right, what is what is what what is favorable for you. You will begin to do that. And you'll do it but for you as well as your loved ones and your family. And uh, I wanna make uh wanna want you to know that as you begin to um, transition out of domestic violence into a peaceful uh, environment, that you will start calling the things that you want, that you will be, begin to envision it in what you want your life to be. Because that was one of the things that I began to do. Uh, I began to envision, uh, I began to read books and read materials to, that edified me as a woman, edified me as a mom, uh, and just began to look at my future. I just, uh, I just began to, you know, just look at the glass, ha uh, you know, half full instead of half empty. I began to um, work out, I began to, you know, uh, do things for me and you have to change your environment because you can't hang around the same type of people if you're going to have a bright future because you can only go as far as what you allow your mind to go. So that's why it was so important for me to read books, to read material, to be around positive thinking, positive speaking people, people that knew more than me, that had more than me, that was going farther than me. Because what that does, that begins to build a vision on the inside of you because then you begin to see, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Just like with me with the podcast, I'm hoping it's going to be able to penetrate somebody's heart that you won't no longer look at yourself as a victim. You'll begin to look at yourself as a victor, the victor that you are. The, the woman that you are, the man that you are, the man that you want to be, the woman that you want to be, you begin to look at life in a different way because then you begin to know your worth. I thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast. If, if you need to speak to me or talk to me, you can message me on Facebook. You can get in contact with me through you know Instagram. Don't Feel free to reach out to me. I want to hear from you. I'd like to hear your feedback. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And may God bless you. And hashtag know your worth.